Welcome to Truth Triumphant Radio. I'm your host, Cody Mori, and today I just wanted to talk about some plans that have been going on within the Vatican, within the uh, Jesuit order, and the plans for both the environmental movement as well as the religious ecumenical movements of the last days. And I think it's important for us to understand this because these are things that are going to shortly come to pass, but they are things that have been planned for a long time. And there are a lot of voices out there, folks. There's a lot of voices telling you this is the enemy, that is the enemy. And I just want to make sure that we are listening to the right voices. The right voices is not necessarily the one you're listening to right now. It can be if I am in line with Scripture. The real true voice that we all should be listening to and comparing everything with is the Bible and the spirit of prophecy. The spirit of prophecy is very clear who our enemy is. The reformers were very clear who our enemy is. History has been very clear for those who have given the trumpet a certain sound over the many, many years, thousands of years even, about who the enemy is and scripture, of course, and the great controversy make it uh, crystal clear who it is. So there's a lot of stuff going around right now talking about different groups, and I, in in a way, I praise the Lord for it because it helps it helps people to see that there is a conspiracy going on, and I hope that a lot of these uh, a lot of these videos and things like that that are out there that they get out to people who have never heard these things for the first time, but it's a starting point it's not it's not the full understanding it's not it's an understanding in part until you trace that road back to Rome you only have a part of the story now why am I saying this there's a there's a video out there that just came out not that long ago uh, about a year ago now I think it was taken down a number of times but it's a great video and I encourage people to watch it if you're interested it's by Altian Childs he was a Freemason, and he was also involved. He was a, he's a rock star. He was involved in that lifestyle, and he took the Freemason oaths, and he reveals Freemasonry for what it truly is in the last days, which is Luciferians and Satanists, and the fact that they practice witchcraft. Now, where Altian uh, comes short in the, in the video is a long video, folks, that he came out with. It's it's I think it's titled Altian Childs Exposes Freemasonry. If you look that up on YouTube, you should be able to find it if you haven't watched it already. Some of you have. But it's about a five-hour video. It's a long video, uh, but there's a lot of great information in there. The only problem is, is that Altian clearly believes that it is the Freemasons. He clearly believes that... It is Freemasonry that is actually controlling the Vatican and Freemasonry that is controlling everything else. Well, if we are students of history, true students of history, Bible prophecy, we understand that that's only partly true. These different groups, these various groups that are out there, whether it's the Illuminati, whether it is the Freemasons, whether it is the Bilderberg Group, or the Council on Foreign Relations, or the Trilateral Commission, or New Age, or Theosophy, and there's a lot of overlap between a lot of these things. 
or whether it's witchcraft and out-and-out -out blatant Satanism, the fact of the matter is, all of those things, and many more others can be included in that list, all of those things are simply a tentacle of the same octopus. All right, so when you're seeing Freemasonry, you're seeing the picture, but you're seeing it as in, in part. You're seeing part of the picture. You're not seeing the entire thing. You see, the Freemasons are not in control of the Vatican. Devil worshippers might be in control of the Vatican, but that's been that way for a long time. It's become the hold of every foul spirit and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. There has always been, in the major false religions of the world, an inner circle of initiation. That has always existed, where there is a group of people that are not deceived. They know that they worship Lucifer. People like Anthony Fauci, Bill Gates, perhaps, perhaps, I don't know, in fact, but they probably are, are likely candidates that would be people that actually know just exactly what they're doing and who they're working for. Now, they may be deceived in, an, in their own way. They may be deceived by riches. They're certainly deceived by sin. But they may be deceived that they're working for the church as well. It's possible. But until we understand what this is all about, everything is about Protestantism. Everything is about Protestantism. Protestantism turned this world upside down again after the apostles. You see, the apostles had a protesting message themselves, but Protestantism, which was the religion of the reformers, the Reformation, totally destroyed the power of Antichrist in the Dark Ages, and it destroyed it before the time appointed, what we call the time of the end. It destroyed much of its power before it was actually deposed in 1798. We've looked a lot at France and France's role in that, and we saw the struggle there between the Jesuit order and the papacy. So the Jesuit order and the papacy, remember, they were kicked out of all these countries in uh, in and around the 1700s, and they were on the back foot. And what they did was, instead of working as Jesuits in these countries anymore, they began to go underground. They began to infiltrate. This is why myself and a lot of other people don't have problems with, you know, someone like George Washington being a Freemason, because it wasn't the same thing as it is today. Today, Freemasonry, uh, after Albert Pike, after Manly P. Hall, and some of these other clearly uh, witchcraft practicing, Aleister Crowley, you know, these Satanists that existed afterwards, clearly corruption has continued to spiral and destroy and degrade that secret society. But that happens, that happens when the Jesuits go underground. That happens when the Jesuits begin and set up the order of the Illuminati, which were infiltrating the various uh, Freemason lodges. So that's just a, a quick synopsis of, of some of the things that are going on. You got to remember, folks, don't don't get your eyes off of who your enemy is. Uh, well, most importantly, keep your eyes on Christ. Keep your eyes on Christ. Make sure you're reading the Bible every day. 
but don't be deceived don't be deceived into believing that it's some of these other groups that are in the end pulling the strings the fact of the matter is any one of these groups any single one of these groups could be the Babylon the Great the mother of harlots they could be but the fact of the matter is Satan has chosen the Vatican he has chosen the Pope he has chosen the Jesuit order to be his special group of people and that's why it's them in the end because they represent the Antichrist they're the ones who speak blasphemy by fulfilling blasphemy in the two ways of claiming to be God on earth which the papacy does and claiming the ability to forgive sins Freemasons don't do that they don't they don't really care about sin they don't think sin really exists so you got to understand who the Bible is pointing you to. It's saying, no, 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 there's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of voices. It's over here. And again, I want to say that if you're interested in, in looking at this video, it's a long video. I don't recommend doing it all in one go. Um, but you will be interested in the information. Kind of tells you his perspective uh, of what he understands in his experience in the, free, in the Freemasons. So he knows clearly knows what he's talking about and praise the Lord uh, that God has reached out to him in that way and we hope that he continues to head towards the light of truth which grows brighter and brighter unto the noonday so today I wanted to talk about again I wanted to talk about the relationship between the ecumenical movement uh, the environmental movement and then I want to talk about what the New Age movement has to say on all of this and I'm gonna be quoting from a woman who was a channeler of some of the quote masters and the master who she channeled was supposedly under the name Jesus Christ I can probably imagine as you could uh, who that who that is so her name is Barbara Marks Hubbard she was the president of the foundation for conscious evolution she was a new ager and actually she was converted, if you will, to New Age by the Jesuit Pierre Telhard de Chardin, the same one involved with the Piltdown Man hoax uh, back in the early 1900s where they had a fake missing link attested to by Pierre Telhard de Chardin. He's also known as the father of the New Age. That's what he's known for. So Jesuit, again, at the helm. So I want to read to you guys from a book called, and I've read from this book a number of times on this show, but it's called The New World Religion by Gary H. Ka. And if you can read this through your Adventist lens, you can really pick up a lot of very important information as to what is going on right now and what we can see uh, coming shortly to pass upon this earth. So the first quote comes from page 212 and it's talking about the role of the ecumenical order in the new world order or the new world religion as the book is entitled and it says this perhaps the most significant event of the 1993 parliament was the convening of an inner circle of interfaith religious authorities this powerful group consisting of Robert Mueller 
and his closest allies dubbed itself the Assembly of Religious and Spiritual Leaders, developing a consensus for, quote, how people should behave, end quote. The Assembly endorsed an interfaith document titled Towards a Global Ethic, an Initial Declaration. This document, drafted by Catholic theologian Hans Kuhn, a friend of Mueller's, condemns the abuses of Earth's ecosystems, poverty, and social injustice. It affirms interdependence calling for a common set of core values found in the teachings of the religions. The ethic, if accepted, would represent an irrevocable, unconditional norm for all areas of life, for families and communities, for races, races nations, and religions. In his book, Global Responsibility, In Search of a New World Ethic, written in 1991, Mr. Kuhn makes clear that participation in this new ethic religion will not be optional. He states, and this is from the book, any form of church conservatism is to be rejected. To put it bluntly, no regressive or re repressive religion, whether Christian, Islamic, Jewish, or of whatever province, has a long-term future. If ethics is to function for the well-being of all, it must be indivisible. The undivided world increasingly needs an undivided ethic. Postmodern men and women need common values, goals, ideals, visions. But the great question in dispute is, does not all this presuppose a religious faith? What we need is an ecumenical world order. That's another way of saying the new world order, folks. It goes on, it says, um, the global ethic, which was signed by Mueller and the other interfaith dignitaries present, is emerging as a companion to the Earth Charter and is expected to be the religion to be religion what the Earth Charter is to international politics. So they want to bring all the religions together. This is something they've been working on for some time. And this global forum back in 1993, so it's been taking, that's what, 30 years ago now almost? So this has been taking place for a long, long, long time. And I think that, you know, we can look at scripture where it says you know hurt not not the earth neither the sea nor the trees till we have sealed the servants of our god in their foreheads the fact of the matter is the reason why coronavirus didn't end all of this or set up the last final movements at this time is because we haven't gotten our acts together yet and folks how much more are we going to allow this earth to deteriorate mrs white was supposed to she was not supposed to see death there wasn't supposed to be a World War One or a World War Two. I mean, how bad does Earth have to get before we we decide as a people that we need to start protesting again, no matter what the cost? Um, that that this Earth is not our home, and that we we need to stop coveting the things of this Earth because it it's leading to more and more degradation. And at the point that we're at now. I mean, you think back to the 90s. I think back to the 90s when this is when I was a child. And what a moral time that was in comparison to what we're living in now. Men were men. Women were women. There was a lot less 
uh, insanity going on in the education system, in the medical industrial complex, and the various things, the gaslighting that goes on today. It's insane. But nevertheless, 1993 was not a moral time. Though I remember it that way, it's only in comparison of what we have today. We are, as a society, are basically, we're, we're not spiraling out of control anymore. We're in a free fall now. And the Jesuits are going to do whatever they can to destroy society until it gets bad enough to where people are willing to sacrifice anything just to have peace. So I wanted to read to you guys a scripture from Revelation chapter 16 so that we understand exactly what the last day movements are going to be. And this is from Revelation chapter 16, verse 13 through 15. It says, And I saw three unclean spirits, like frogs, come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world, to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth, and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked, and they see his shame. So, we're introduced to three, a threefold union, as it's called, in the last days. The first part of the threefold union, the unclean spirit comes out of, of the mouth of the dragon. Now, the mouth of the dragon represents the devil. So, where would something like Freemasonry fit under? They would fit under the part of the threefold union that would constitute the dragon because they're Satanists and they practice witchcraft as well as all the other, you know, occult, theosophy, new age, any of this false religious sort of stuff that's going on. Well, not religious, but false spiritualism stuff that's going on, spiritism specifically, contemplative prayer. Uh, Eastern meditation and Hinduism and the th different things that have been introduced over the years. All of those would fit under that unclean spirit out of the mouth of the dragon. Now, out of the mouth of the beast, the beast represents the papacy. So the, the unclean frog or unclean spirit that comes out of the beast is the role of the papacy and the religious world uh, groups. And out of the mouth of the false prophet, represents apostate protestantism so that's the threefold union you have apostate protestantism uh, who used to be enemies when they were true protestantism used to be enemies with the beast they come together and they were strengthened with false miracles which are the devils spirits of devils working miracles which go forth to the kings of the earth and the whole world so we can expect to see a lot of miracles. Miracles are no sign that something is true, especially in the last days, because we are warned that there will be miracles. Everything that we learn, everything that we learn, we cannot rely on men. Everything that we learn and understand has to come from our understanding of when we ourselves compare scripture and the spirit of prophecy with what is being said. And that is our only safety, friends. That's our only safety. So the religious world will have this syncretism of false religion that's going to be in these last days. Now, what is the Earth Charter? The Earth Charter 
is on page 153 and 154 of this book. Again, it's Gary H. Ka's book. His more popular book is called En Route to Global Occupation. It's actually really a part one to this. But this one's called uh, The New World Religion. And who signed the Earth Charter and when did it come out? The Earth Charter was drafted and reviewed in Rio de Janeiro in March of 1997. So... Again, that's quite some time ago that they've been planning this. This is what it says. It says, Earth is our home and home to all living beings. Earth itself is alive. We are part of an evolving prof process. Human beings have acquired the ability to radically alter the environmental and evolutionary processes. So these are the following, these are going to be the following principles of this charter. One, respect Earth and all life. Earth each life form and all living beings possess intrinsic value and warrant respect independently of their utilitarian value to humanity. So what that means in our English today is communism. They're, they're planning on making everybody, regardless of, of ability or merit or um, family situation or, or whatever the case, they're going to make everybody equal in every form, financially, uh, property-wise, and what does that mean? It actually means equal equal oppression for all. Number two, except for the, the ones at the top. Number two, care for the earth, protecting and restoring the diversity, integrity, and beauty of planets of the planet's ecosystems where there is risk of irreversible or serious damage to the environment precautionary action must be taken to prevent harm but again who's going to choose that well they are and we'll see how that actually works number three live sustainably promoting and adopting modes of consumption production and reproduction so they're going to tell you how many kids you can have that respect and safeguard human rights and the regenerative regenerative capacities of earth number four establish justice and defend without discrimination the right of all people to life property and security of person within an environmental adequate for human health and spiritual well-being people have a right to potable water clean air uncontaminated uh, soil and food security and again, it's not so much that these things sound bad. They don't sound bad when you first hear them. But how are they going to implement these things? That's when things can get very tricky. Because they're going to implement all these things by saying everybody has a right to, let's say, something like a house. Everybody has a right to a house. That means if somebody's homeless and they break into your house and say, I don't have a house, but I have a right to a house, that means you can't kick them out because they have a right to, to your house just as much as you do because they have the need. They're homeless. You understand how this would be implemented? So number five, share equitably the benefits of natural resource use and healthy environment among the nations between rich and poor, between males and females, between present and future generations, and internalize all environmental, social, and economic costs. In other words, the government is going to have to be expanded extremely so that all of this uh, services that will be provided will now become under the umbrella of the government. That means human beings, capitalism will be basically wiped out. Uh, no, uh, 
personal businesses really would be allowed to survive unless they were going along with whatever this agenda would entail. Number six, promote social development and financial systems that create and maintain sustainable livelihoods, eradicate poverty, and strengthen local communities. Again, all sounds good. Practice nonviolence. That means they're going to take your guns. Recognize that peace is the wholeness created by harmonious and balanced relationships with oneself, other persons, and other life forms and earths. Secure the right to sexual and reproductive health with special concern for women and girls. That means abortion rights. Advance and put to use scientific and other types of knowledge and technologies that promote sustainable living and protect the environment. So there'll be an indoctrination going on as well. Ensure that people throughout their lives have opportunities. That means when it says have opportunities, that means them, them being forced to acquire the knowledge, values, and practical skills, skills needed to build sustainable communities. Protect and restore places of outstanding ecological, cultural, aesthetic, spiritual, and scientific significance. In other words, if you own property on a place where they decide that it should be some kind of national monument or something like that, they will take your property. Cultivate, number 18, cultivate and act with a sense of shared responsibility for the well-being of the earth community. Every person, institutions, and government has a duty to advance the indivisible goals of justice for all, sustainability, world peace, and respect and care for the larger community of life. That means that means that there will be no dissent whatsoever allowed. No dissent at all. Because each person will have to will be looked at as having to have the duty to to follow these prescriptions. They won't be allowed, and we're already seeing that happen today. They won't be allowed to have difference of opinion. When you and the reason how I know that this would be a negative thing and not a positive thing, well, it, first off, the nature of man. When we put men in charge, tyranny follows. And this is all about Mother Earth. It's not a it's about syncretism and coming together of all the religions. It's not about a unity under God and keeping his commandments and following uh, following his prescriptions for life and giving glory and honor to him as the only God. It's not that type of movement. It's a, it's a love gospel. And the Bible says very clearly that when they cry peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them. So, and the reason why I know this as well is because well, they, they say how they're going to enforce this. This is on page 148. The issues are not about if a global politics is necessary. The question is how do we achieve binding agreements in law complete with effective programs for applying sanctions against non-compliance that would oblige each nation, regardless of size, to abide by a set of principles that are required to guarantee the survival of life on this earth. Perhaps we will find that there is no other alternative to a system of rigid controls that some would equate to a police state. Now, that is from a preface from Colin N. Powers, UNESCO's Assistant Director General. The document, which is called Global Green Constitution, 
That's on page 15 of it. So that's them stating that. A, a global police state. And, and the reason why? For the protection of the environment. Because it's an emergency. You can see the green Sunday law all over this. You can see how if you are reading through your Adventist lens, you can see clearly that the Sunday law is, is being groomed to be the, the answer to all of our problems. All of our problems here on earth are going to be answered with a Sunday law. It's going to unite the left and the right together. But how is this actually implemented? Now I want to read to you two quotes, and I'm kind of over time here already again, but this is from Barbara Marks Hubbard, and she was, again, the president of the Foundation for Conscious Evolution. She was converted by the Jesuit Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, who is the father of the New Age, and her master, who she used to channel and have conversations with, his name was Jesus Christ, which we know is a false Christ, because that's not how Jesus works. But it, once I read the quotations, uh, which are the advice given from this so-called pseudonym uh, of Jesus Christ, you'll be able to see very clearly that this is not the Jesus Christ of the Bible. This is from page 117 of the same book. And it's quoting... Um, Barbara Marks Hubbard giving, giving commentary on Revelation chapter 6, verse 4, which talks about the, the red horseman who brings war. It says this, Humanity will not be able to make the transition from earth only to universal life until the chaff has been separated from the wheat. The great reaper must reap before we can take the quantum leap to the next phase of evolution. No worldly peace can prevail until the self-centered members of the planetary body, body either change or die. That is the choice. The red horse is the destruction during the birthing process of those who refuse to be born into God-centered universal life. This act is as horrible as killing a cancer cell. It must be done for the sake of the future of the whole. So be it. Be prepared for the selection process which is now beginning. The second seal revealed a red horse ridden by one with the power to take peace from the earth. It stands for the necessity of the selection process which shall rip apart the old order and destroy those who choose to remain self-centered remnants of the past. Now, just in case you're wondering who those self-centered remnants of the past are, makes it very clear. Barbara Marks Hubbard, again, says, The modern moralists who preach the irredeem irredeemable degradation of human beings as sinners are assassinating the witnesses to hope. But even now, my legions are growing. Evangelists are proclaiming that the kingdom of God is at hand. They are urging repentance and acceptance of Jesus as your personal Savior. It is your work to envision the new Jerusalem as a society of full humanity, wherein each person is a natural Christ. It's what Gnosticism taught. This is what all the false doctrines teach. You are God. 
That's what the that's what the mystery religions really teach in the end. You're God. You need to unlock the God, uh, you know, within you. Dearly beloved, you are my new order for the future, and that's supposed to be Christ speaking there. On page one eighteen, talks about again the plan to kill, murder Christians, true Christians, Protestants, folks, that don't go along with this. It says this, talking about the Great Tribulation, We, the elders, have been patiently waiting until the very last moment before the quantum transformation to take action to cut out this corrupted and corrupting element in the body of humanity. It is like watching a cancer grow. Something must be done before the whole body is destroyed. The self-centered members must be destroyed. There is no alternative. Only the God-centered can evolve. Fortunately, you, dearly beloveds, are not responsible for this act. We are. We are in charge of God's selection process for Earth. He selects, we destroy. We are the riders of the pale horse death. We will use whatever means we must to make this act of destruction as quick and painless as possible to the one half of the world who are capable of evolving. Notice who notice who they're trying to make this whole thing painless for. Those who are going to go along with it, not for those who are going to die. Goes on, it says, Now everything is global and connected. Each person is about to inherit the power of destruction and co-creation. The inner voice, the higher self, each person's own connection to God, independent of priest, text, church, or mentor, must be heard directly. Those of you who know what is happening, the one-fourth who are now listening to the higher self, are to be guides for the rest who will be panicked and confused. That's what they believe. So the people, the people who are at the top, the Luciferians that are listening to this false religion that Satan has given them, the deception, they think they are going to be highly exalted members of this new society and the guides. That's why they hide their little symbols and stupid handshakes and the stupid hand hiding underneath the, the hidden hand thing that they do. They don't realize, they actually think, if, you, if you've watched Roger Morneau's testimony, the Luciferians, they actually believe that this earth is going to end up being theirs and they're going to be in charge of it and they're going to live for all of eternity and they're going to have their sin as well. The Bible makes it very clear. Everything except our characters will be burned up. And if our characters are not formed to Christ's righteousness, that will be burned up as well. So it's kind of ironic. What are What is everybody working towards? They're working towards the destruction of themselves. And Barbara Marks Hubbard, who died back in 2019, she was clearly deceived and she was okay with the mass murder prospects of these masters who she was in contact with. So folks, that's what's coming. That's, that's the connection between Rome the spiritism aspect of the threefold union, apostate Protestantism, and the environmental movement. We'll have to see exactly how all these things unfold, but these things, 
they've been planned for quite a long time so we have what we have to do is we have to get ready for our great quantum leap and our great quantum leap is the subduing of self the humbling of ourselves as in the day of atonement and preparing to receive the latter rain and to give that protest that call to repentance that they hate so much preparing to give that call to repentance and telling people about this threefold union telling people about the deceivableness of the devil and his spirits and the the miracle working all of these things we have to give this cry to the world before probation closes and once every person has heard the message and has made a an intelligent decision for God or for for themselves or for the devil which are both the same decision then this earth's history will finally close probation will close and Jesus the king himself the lion of the tribe of Judah he will come back to this earth and he will sort them out himself God says those who hate him he will repay them to their face and he's coming in a garment dipped in blood but it's not his blood it's the blood of his enemies when he returns he will not be a lamb he will be a lion and those who are not covered by the Holy Spirit and righteousness by faith who have not overcome the sins of themselves in the world they will not be partakers of his kingdom so let us keep our eyes on the true prize on the true crown which is Christ in his righteousness I'm Cody Mori, and you've been listening to Truth Triumphant Radio. We'll catch you next time. God bless.